Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So I'm, I'm buzzing to have you both in. Uh, please welcome Stephen, Rob, and Mark Corcoran of Be Inspired Clothing. Be inspired as a name. We want to inspire people. Like we feel as though our journey's been pretty inspiring from coming out of football. Obviously in Scotland, you maybe don't earn loads of money. After St Myrna, like I went away and moved to play in the Thai Premier League in Bangkok. Oh, Kenny three Miller. people were lifting it was Kenny Miller at Rangers. Went, we man, you're going to need the help to get that. But getting some very famous people in your shirts. Suarez to be one yeah, of them. Yep. You've had. Messi. Go on, name drops a few. Go on, get Messi, him out. Messi, Coutinho. Like a name drop role, didn't you? Yeah, I do enjoy that. Best goalkeeper in the world. I want to talk through some of your teams in that, Coco. Let's go through yours first. Right, so Hamilton, St Mirren, back to Hamilton, Partick Thistle, Ross County, Sternhouse Muir and Stranraer. Over 300 appearances, mate. It's not bad, mate, not bad. How many starting, though? Yeah, I didn't look at that. <laughs> goalie. No goalie. Well, you can't do that because we're together. Yeah, you're a team. Like, football's like a mini sort of lifetime, I think, as well. It's like you're, you try to get somewhere, you try to achieve something, and you've got to take knocks yep. all the time. What a save from Mark Howard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Today, I've got a, a bit of a break from the norm. Uh, I've got two of my former teammates from St Mirren that are ex-players themselves but uh, I've got a massive clothing brand that I've been representing on every show so far so I can only thank you guys for hooking me up and sorting me out making me look uh, half decent most of the time it's a tough job but yeah Yeah, so I'm I'm buzzing to have you both in Uh, please welcome Stephen Robb and Mark Corcoran of Be Inspired Clothing 
Thanks Cheers, mate. Thanks for having us on. Now, yeah. thanks for coming in. You two are obviously uh, seasoned pros uh, podcast now as well. You've done a few episodes yourself. Yeah, we've tried. We've tried. Uh, yeah, we've I think tried. we're on episode eight, maybe eight, at the eight moment. Now, Seven right. or eight. Just, just so, starting off. Eight, yeah. So. What, what, why are you doing podcasts? I think it was just something to coincide with the brand, wasn't yeah. it? It was like, we, we, there's, we've got such a big following on like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and stuff like that, that it was just wanted to tell people our story of like, and then find out like yeah. inspirational stories from people on the other side as I well. I think that's how it started. Like we started with the first sort of few episodes. Loads of people ask, like, how do you start the brand or what happens or what what goes on behind the scenes? So we started off sort of explaining that and then... Yeah be inspired as a name we want to inspire people like we feel as though our journey's been pretty inspiring from coming out of football obviously in Scotland you maybe don't earn loads of money and, and a lot of footballers don't earn enough to like retire after so you have to do something so I think our stories may be quite inspiring for anyone that's either in a career they don't like or in football or sport that comes to an end of a career and then they need something else after so we wanted to then go out there and see what other people have gone on and done successful things after football? Uh, can we go and speak to them? And, and we've not actually managed to get too many people. We spoke to Lee Mayer, um, that you again yeah, played with at St Mirren, and he's gone on to be quite successful in like sort of finance. Um, but yeah, we'd like to try and get more people on yeah. like that. And just we done we done one with Tony Truman, uh, on our Ocean Beach, yeah, with Wayne Lineker. Um, that's class. We were over, we were over there doing a, a photo shoot in Ibiza a few weeks ago. He invited us into his office and behind Ocean Beach and. Done a got to sit down with him for forty minutes. It was class yeah. to, to hear his story. We, we spoke to we spoke to the the Saint Phoenix. Done a band as well, so upcoming band for Scotland. And yeah, they were brilliant. It's it's funny like they t come from a totally different area and a totally different sort of background, and they're in music, but like their story's the same as like be inspired. Like he's starting something from nothing and try to grow it. Like Just it's totally it, different fields, it but it, like all the stories they had sort of resonated with us because it's like you think you should give up or you get a knock and it knocks your confidence, but if if you keep persevering. It's a little bit like a football career. Yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I was going to say, see, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast because everybody's journey is different, but you're all trying to achieve the, mm -hmm. the same sort of goal. You're all trying to be successful yeah, in your own field. wants to be successful. And if you can take one thing out of from each person that have come on the show or listened to, it, there's something there for somebody else that you yeah. don't know. The yeah. audience that we all have yeah. as a, with a voice. Everybody's got different audiences as well. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So if you can share something that somebody else is interested in and vice versa, then it definitely... I think like it, people talk about football a lot like how does it reflect like football's like a mini sort of lifetime I think as well it's like you're you're trying to get somewhere you're trying to achieve something and you've got to take knocks yep. all the time but it's like week to week you can so say you have a bad game on a Saturday you can train all week and then hopefully you play a gun on the following Saturday <laughs> or come off the bench Bend. but you yep. can actually like like sort of reset yourself for the next Saturday and if you go and do well it changes your whole week the following week yep. do you know what I mean so it's like each week's a sort of cycle and yeah. it's like you just have to learn to deal with the knocks because you mm -hmm. can sort of rectify it the following week. I find that in football you need two careers. You need your, Football is your first career and then you need a second career because yeah. none of us are earning enough money to ever say, like, that's enough. Yeah, like the, how small a percentage you actually earn exactly, that, that exactly. cash. That, yeah. But maybe punters didn't realise that. I think when, like, <clears throat> especially up in Scotland, they're probably, like, the money that the guys are yeah. in the lower, like, say... Bottom six down are earning what League Two money yeah. potentially. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Do you know like there's some good money floating about as you go up towards Championship? And obviously, the Prem's just a different, a different level. Yeah. Different it's not level. Retirement so. money though. In, oh, oh, so you mean Prem down in England? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But right. even like it's just your top two, three teams in Scotland can pay good money that you could probably like if invested wisely do well out. You of do it. well out of yeah. Right. So let's go back to the clothing brand anyway. Right. So I want to talk about how this started. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I know the background, but it'd be good for my audience to hear. Yeah, cool. It probably started when 
it probably sort of the like initials. the seed of idea started obviously when we played football with you guys and we we would meet up and we'd be speaking about what we could do at the end of our careers. It was a Nando's in Dundee, yeah, weren't na- it? Uh, Nando's, Nando's in Dundee. And then there was like a Costa at, um, Costa the at Brayhead. The Marks and Spencers were in there every oh, day aye, at Brayhead. So, we were just talk- at that point, we were just talking, what could we do? Like, This is shite. We're shite. Yeah. We're certainly not retiring off this money. Yeah, yeah, I'm on 800 quid a week at some moment. What am I going to do next? Because this is... So it was just a case of like... Right, come back, like getting heads together, coming out ideas. And after St. Myrna, like I went away and moved to play in the Thai Premier League in Bangkok. Um, and you know what football's like? Didn't, you don't keep in touch with many people. No. Mm-hmm. So like... I think me, you'd, live with me, you'd live with me for yeah, a I'd year stay, yeah. or two before you, you were at St. Myrna. And then I'd gone up to Ross County. You stayed in my flat when I was yeah. up in Ross County. And then, but then you, I'd come back down the road. I think you moved away then, didn't you? Yeah, I went away to Bangkok <coughs> then. I was in in Thailand playing for three years on the same team right in the slap bang in the middle of Bangkok if anybody's been to Bangkok and knows how crazy know how crazy it is and my days off like Mark would be sending me messages like oh go and, go and check what you could buy on the street and I was just like surely there's, there's something must be... over there like you always find like people start businesses say I remember it was one boy um, probably sort of triggered things was he'd been to America and it was like dental white he'd seen it over in America and he just brought it to the UK and because they never had enough it just blew up so I was always like I'm not saying about it like that, but it was like something, there's got to be something over there we've not got here. Or so surely there's something over there we can sell. And it obviously didn't transpire, it was anything unique, but yeah. obviously... I had a, the club gave that. me a moped. I had a moped. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I used to go, because obviously if you sit in taxis, it takes forever, so I'd be whizzing about my wee moped, my 50cc moped <laughs> on the streets of Bangkok. <clears throat> and I used to go up to all the wholesalers and there'd be stalls with t-shirts and shorts and stuff like that. And I'd be like, mate, they're making a, selling the t-shirts here for four quid how much they must be making these uh, yeah, products for uh, so then it's just like a bit networking well where do I buy this I need to buy loads for yeah. example and I'm like mate I've got these t-shirts I'm going to send them back to you like they've just got like graphics on them like maybe a basketball player or whoever uh, send and I'd just go down with a bag of clothes to the post office send them back it would take a couple of weeks to get back to Scotland uh, I'd be firing them on eBay and then at that point I was working and sort of playing part time I'd got a bad injury so I dropped part time and got a job in a recruitment agency so um, I'd be putting them on eBay just like listing them on eBay for this like, was before being inspired yeah, this like came about. so for like 20, 25 quid or something they were like we were getting them for like 2 quid no so, 4 quid it was like only 4 uh, quid we were selling for 20 odd quid yep, or something uh, so, so then, just list them on eBay and then they'd be selling and I'd be I'd be taking my whole lunch hour going down this thingy and just posting them out like at lunchtime and that. And then, like, where are you going? Like, I have a big bag of sort of t shirts. <laughs> to be fair, was I play- I'm sure I was playing part and we were selling them the poise at part time. Yeah. And, that yeah we- and then, so then the manufacturer I was buying them off, he's like, why do you not just start your own thing? And I'm saying to him, do you think we should? And there was another guy at Ross County at the time had actually started ah, their own yeah. brand as well but there wasn't many going about no this was before this was before like it was kind of the bedroom brand yeah, really yeah. popped yep. off so yeah. so I was like why don't we try something and the manufacturer look what I'll do is I'll make 100 blank t-shirts and then we'll print up four designs so you've got 25 and I we'll remember split, these t-shirts we'll as split well the, we'll split the size and so you've actually got like I don't know five small like yep. 10 medium 10 yep. large Five extra hours for four XXL, right? Okay, right, we'll go with that. So then we invested like 600 quid in it oh. between us, and then 
it was a case of like, right, I'm going to ship these all back to home to him, and within two weeks they were gone. I think okay. like we we just put we just set up a Facebook shop yeah. at the time as well. We didn't even have a website. We just put them on Facebook. Yeah, we were, got like. For like you say, your first couple. I think did we get people in them at that yeah, point? Yeah, we did. We you had, did. Uh, we I remember had, you had a few. We had uh, boys like Scott Brown, <coughs> Charlie Mulgrew, Conway. Uh, Conway was Conway. Conway, uh, Conway was probably a wee bit late. No, no, Conway would have been. Yeah, high, yeah. One yeah. of the first ones. Um, who else would? Who else? I think that, was, I think that Stevie was. Stevie I think that yep. was at the start. Aye, yeah, Stevie Naismith. Yeah, they were all James McCarthy. New, yeah, so that's just utilizing your contacts. Uh, yeah, boys, boys that were playing in. Like maybe even the Prem, who right. are the national team that were better than us, and yeah, we were right. like, well, how can we use their platforms to? It was like the the early days of influencer market. <coughs> it was, yeah. It was we, the didn't early days. How we didn't no really realise how. We didn't really know it was influencer market. It was like we kind of stumbled across it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. So this was kind of towards the end of my time in Thailand. I was getting, I was early thirties. I'm like, oh, my body's giving up on me a wee bit, and I, I just my my son was back back home, and I was just like, time to go home. I think so. Yeah. It was a case of we were setting up this, and it was kind of be a, a hobby to start yep. with. It wasn't like, oh, this is going to be a big multi-million pound business. So then I kind of got the supplier working. That was fine. So we kept reordering, reinvesting, and probably maybe even a third order with the factory. I moved back and got a job in recruitment. Um, but he only moved back after he sent me a batch of absolutely, like, not. They got, like, <laughs> basically, he got these T-shirts printed, and it was like, it was like legends inspired. So it was like kind of blurred out pictures of like famous, like famous images, famous but they were like really blurred out. Yep. So you could make out what it was, but it was no infringement. Um, <laughs> but he, 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 they got printed, they got printed and they sent back, but then they'd done something wrong with the printing. Yeah. So the print, like the print leaked a wee bit on the t-shirt. Ba- basically what had happened is they, <coughs> they put the t-shirt in the machine and then see when it gets printed, they then take the t-shirt and it goes through a heat and, but the heat wasn't hot enough. Oh, right. So the t-shirt, and then what they were doing, they were just sitting them on top of each other. Oh, no. So then the print was like, was was still damp, and it was just printing on the it back wasn't of like, the t-shirt. It wasn't like really, it was just like, no, like, like a little smudge mark. Like, Do you know, know if like you write with a pen, pen yeah, and yeah, it yeah. smudges, that's, that's kind of what it was like. So then I was still in Thailand time, and then he's so he sent me. 300 t-shirts or 500 t- No, it's actually like, way more. That was like 200 a style and we'd got four. So it was 800 t-shirts. I think it was like it was like half and half. I'd sent the first batch home. I got to him and he's repackaging them and he's like, mate, these are fucked. And I'm like, what do you mean? So I've actually sitting in Bangkok in the apartment where piles of t-shirts the in the Look apartment with the other yeah. half. And he's like, mate, they're not dry. They're like, we, so they then smudge marks all over them. I had to f- speak to the factory. I was like, what am I going to do here? So here's like... We needed to get this special fabric spray gun to, to take, take the it. marks off. So send, then, a so hair, then a hair dryer to dry out the things. So you had to basically send this stuff to me. And so you're hand doing each one. Yeah, you know, so we both done. So I've yeah. got t-shirts all over my flat. Dog hair. He's got his, wee, to, his pug and the dog uh, hair's all over the t-shirt. I had to hand. hold over a bucket, spray the thing and then hand dry it. It's so glamorous starting your own business, isn't it? It's like ridiculous that people think, ah, it's just easy. Just make a t-shirt and sell it. But you've ended up growing the business hugely and you've used a lot of your contacts, like we said, but getting some very famous people in your shirts. Oh, yeah. Suarez to be one yeah, of them. Yep. You've had Messi. Go on, name drops a few. Go on, get Messi, them out. Coutinho. Like a name drop role, didn't you? Yeah, I do enjoy that. Uh, Coutinho, <laughs> Firmino, um, Richarlson. Mm. Richarlson was a good one, yeah. Uh, he went on the pitch. Because it was like Coutinho and Firmino were the first sort of people we yeah. got into. There's a lot of Brazilian boys, like, what was it, Douglas Costa? Yeah, yeah. Um, Douglas, like Louise. Douglas Louise. Douglas Louise. 
and then like Suarez, Messi, because um, yeah. yeah. Coutinho and Firmino were sort of the first people who got into it. So sort of through Andy Robertson, yeah. then he moved to Barca, so we got Barcelona players in it as well. So I was we're sending packages amazing, to uh, uh, yeah to the training ground at Barcelona. Who, who was the boy for Roma we got in it? And he sent oh, us he boots was class, and strips and that. Remember the boy that signed for Man United for about seven million? Was it Bebe? 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 He sent us like a like a signed top and no stuff. Way. Yeah, he was just like he messaged on Instagram. Oh, I really like the brand. Oh, it's like annoying, class. The boy like, for Roma it was a Brazilian. Um, um, no, he's an Argentinian guy. Sent him a midfielder. Perotti. 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 He sent a strip and his his match worn boots. We've got his match worn boots. Class, man. We should actually have a wee setup like this. You should do, yeah. Good with all that stuff. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, but good, man. from utilising your contacts and using mm -hmm. it, it grew massively then. Obviously, the social media was growing at that time. This was like the early days where, like you say, an influencer. Mm -hmm. It was and before like, Instagram, really. Well, it was just yeah. sort of at the start Instagram of Instagram. Instagram was just taken off. Yeah. yeah have you used, obviously, I know how much you use social media to... And some of your TikTok videos are absolutely gone wild, don't they? Mm, but aye, the use shoes. of social media, you've tied it all in perfectly. Mm -hmm. Is uh, that was that natural, or was that something that you had to like force yourself to get into? I think it's social media is our shop window. If we don't have any stores at the moment, we are looking at like expanding into like having our own shops. Um, and just because I think that presence on the high street gives you a bit more credibility, maybe yep. more than anything. But like shop. Our website and the social media is our shop window. So how does your brand come across on social media? Cause, That's because we're because we're an online business. It like just made sense. Like if like you're an online business, the, the shop window is social media. Really, like yeah. obviously you've got your website, but you're sort of like your high streets. This, like a person, a shop would sorry, a brand would have a shop on the high street with footfall, whereas we've got. We've got a shop online and our footfalls social media, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. But the, the use of TikTok videos, I love watching <coughs> the videos where you just go up to some of a rail and just mm. start dressing them, basically. They have no yeah. choice in the matter. But they're the best ones, I think. Cause uh, the one we'd done in Ibiza was class a couple of weeks ago. So basically there was a guy walking on the street and he was fully kitted out. He had a, a T-shirt from like 2016 or 17. <laughs> oh, and I swear, man, it was pure skinny. It was like that one that he's worn for five years and it's like... And it was on his body, and he had these wee tight denim shorts on. They were terrible. Oh, yeah. So then, Cairo, who our social media manager, she she's went up to him on the mic. Says, oh, "I just see you're wearing a Be Inspired t-shirt," and the boys wear it's like, "Yeah, no, everybody keeps slagging him. It's terrible." Isn't it? <laughs> and she's like, "We're here, we're here with Be Inspired," and he was like, "Oh shit, like sorry." <laughs> so then we actually like styled him to a where. How our look is now because our look now is different so from what different. it was five and years that's, ago. That's, that's one of the things we're experiencing as the brand's been around for 10 years. So, you know, a new brand comes in and that's their style. Whereas, like, see, when you've been going for 10 years, you've constantly got to reimagine your yep. style. So, if you bought our brand maybe like five, 10 years ago, you, like, you think, oh, that's the style, but it's not because it, it moves on with everything else. It's you have just, to keep evolving. It's yeah, one of the th one yeah. of our taglets, like, evolving. Like, it's just kind of. Uh, one of my, I think my first one I owned was the the tactics board one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the people five a side pitch. That was my f uh, first yeah. one. I remember wearing that's that. That's a class tee. See, that that kid, a pair that, of Connies. I was like, yeah, a boy. We then. should probably do that t shirt. Uh, good, like, a move on of that t shirt with, like, in the new fit. Yeah. Like, it would be pretty sick. It would be good, yeah. For our tent, obviously, it's our 10th year now. So, we're just looking at things like that. Yeah, you know I was going to say, what, what's next for you? Owning a shop then, potentially. I think, I think the shop thing is probably a good thing for us to like ex expand. I think we've yeah. even looked to sort of the TikTok, so Stephen and Cairo have been going up the streets and speaking to people. So like we're very on an online brand. We did some wholesale, we were in Foot Asylum, ASOS and stuff like that, but our international growth was so big that we sort of pulled out of those just to concentrate on that. So I think that we're so online focused and they've taken it sort of on the streets with TikTok 
so you, to get it into people's hands. So it's kind of showing like online, but it's on the streets. And then the next sort of stage is can we get a store to like have take, the sort of take stages that, take yeah, offline take on the street back in as well. So a lot of people good. don't buy online. I've, I know I've got my own online business, but it's not a big thing that I do. I would like to go and try. Oh, how does that fit? Oh, I quite like. Yeah. I'm quite I fussy can't about the last that. Time I went to a shop. See, yeah. I'm, I'm quite yeah. fussy about what I like how someone fits me so yeah. I'll go like well I'm going to try it on need to go baby gap that's it yeah. baby, baby Zara baby <laughs> Zara, Zara. alright hi to her bye I'd buy online but I, I do think that there. I think there's probably two types of shopper though I think like you either shop online or you shop in the store I don't there's not loads of people that like would be like shop online and in store if you know what I mean or they'd maybe go into store to check something out and if they knew it fit or they liked it they'd maybe then go and buy it online. But I do think, uh, for a guy especially, I think it's... Because they can't be us sending stuff back. Mm. Eh? Guys how how tough was it through COVID, though? Was it easy because you were an online shop using social year, media? The first, first year. First, well, when it first happened, I think everyone panicked, didn't yeah. they? Like, yeah, sure, everyone sure. just went, what Not the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, yeah we literally had to shut the warehouse yeah. for, for two days. Yeah, there was yeah, DPD yeah. weren't picking up. Nobody bought anything. Nobody, you weren't, you, with sales to die. Nobody just, can go into work. Everyone's fucking... Everyone everyone we're like, well, what's going to happen? Yeah. What's going to end? Do you know what I mean? So then, and then it was like, oh, look, if you've got a business, you can open up. We were like, I'm looking, get back to work. But it was a case of we had a huge warehouse and everything was social distance. Like, there was like... We got six workbenches, so it's like right, there's three, three <laughs> guys, and we quite quickly found that we don't need all the staff that we've mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we had at that period. Yep, you know it's like, mm-hmm. well, we're actually doing more orders now, or we less that's, staff. That's, that's like, what I was well, going to ask because obviously Amazon through COVID just boomed, didn't yeah, it? Because everyone yeah. was just ordering yeah. anything. The first they could year, get. the first year of COVID, the 2020 was period ridiculous. was ridiculous. We actually just constantly kept selling out, but the yeah. the issue we had was our manufacturers couldn't get the fabrics that we required because yep. of COVID. Yeah. The mills were locked down. So yeah. like, and then they probably didn't have the staff because they mm-hmm. were maybe on scale and yeah. staff as well. Yeah. So everything yeah. we do is like custom made from yeah. like colours, lab dips, size charts, fabrics. Yeah. So, so it's like we need everybody else working, working. for us to get working. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the chain like is it just goes on longer than what people think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right, anyway, right, we're going to put some goalkeeper questions out there as well. Right. I've got a couple of quick fire questions, a few of them are goalie related, just okay. to tie it back into my original audience. Okay. <laughs> right. Catch or parry? Catch. Catch, eh? Yeah. yeah. Catch it, mate. <laughs> just catch it. But you even, two won't catch even, anything. Just it's not even difficult. Just, just catch, catch it, mate. <laughs> just catch okay, it. Okay, can it? <laughs> have, you, have you got a favourite colour kit? Red. Black. All black. Yeah. Liverpool fan, red. Yeah, Liverpool. All black. Why? Oh, the Bruce Dortmund brought out like, that's more from a fashion point. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Dortmund brought oh, out like it's a good it's fashion yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Remember the triple black Bruce Dortmund brought out last yeah. year. Oh, All black like letters and yeah, stuff as well. Sick. That was cool. Didn't uh, Paris Saint Germain have like a limited edition Balmain ah, one? I did die, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice one as well. Simon actually brought a nice kit out recently. Um we Paisley pattern all black, but it's kind of Paisley pattern, it was cool. Yeah. Right. Uh as a goalkeeper, you play out from the back or kick it long? Depends who the keeper is. Yeah. <laughs> you've, got, uh, you've got to know your audience. Yeah, eh? if, you, if you've got a touch like yours. How many if, you, if, you, if, you're gaffer, if you're a gaffer yourselves, what style are you going? I don't know. I want, I want to play. I know it's player. not a goalkeeper, but if I'm, I'm going to play junior football. But uh, boy was like, ah, f- football player and, and centre-forwards and football playing centre-halves will get you the sack. So 
Uh, kick along, mate. I want to play football. I'm very much playing their half. Didn't he? Uh, like ah, yeah, this, yeah, playing yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay. across the back. Unless you've, yes, you've got boys Unless that can do it. If you're Barcelona Man City, right. best right. stadium you've ever played at. It's probably oh, Ibrox. It's going to be a t- oh, Ibrox. Yeah. Ibrox. Nah, I'll go Ibrox as well. Atmosphere was class. I'm yeah, Ibrox. Ibrox so. Man in Scotland was Tannadice. I love the atmosphere mm, there. Just, you know, how steep. I felt like someone on the top row. Tyne Castle was good Tyne as well. Tyne Castle, sorry. Tyne Castle. I was going to say Tyne Castle, Tyne Castle. Tyne Castle. Tyne I never played it. I just Tyne watched Castle. them <laughs> play football there. It was the only ground that, uh, no, right? I came off the bench. The only ground I never actually played that was a Pitaudry, but I never started at Aber- uh, Aberdeen or Hearts. Tyne I think it was like when I was at St Mirren, they probably like, uh, winger, mm. You can come didn't off the bench. Well, you, did you? you can come off the bench. <laughs> okay, okay. See, when it's 3 0 down, you've got to come aye, and rescue the game. Aye, go and, go and win us the game or do something. Aye. It's 3 0, mate. Right, match of the day or Sky Sports News? Oh. Sky Sports News. Are you on repeat? Aye. Yeah. Aye. Standard, it's, it's, standard on Sky Sports News is fair, there, I, isn't it? Aye. Is it? Well, used that. to be. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. long sleeve shirts or short sleeve shirts? Long sleeve shots. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Short, short, long long short sleeve shots. Knew the answer was coming for them. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Uh, aye, coffee. Yeah, change the coffee. Yeah. Yeah, the old coffee club changed. Coffee club, mate, changed us. We'll get on to coffee club. I was on the ice coffee. Coffee out the house, tea in the house. Right. Yeah, no bad show. Who's the best goalkeeper in the world? Best goalkeeper in the world. You've got to say the boy that plays for Liverpool now. Alison. Alison. Yeah, he wouldn't be a kicking arse off that. Uh, what have we got Messi or Ronaldo then Messi yeah, it's the right, easiest Messi, question for you two Messi, in the world I don't even know why I put that lefties, down lefties small, small, lefties small and lefties small lefty uh, and then I've got have you ever played in goal <laughs> I have played like I have done five aside aye aye so my knee's <laughs> fucked so oh, yeah, yeah. boys have got a seven aside group chat for a Wednesday night yeah. just a total mixed bag of boys isn't loads it? of boys just like so I was just wanting to play I can kick the ball I just can't run anymore so basically, I got chucked in the goal. I've got a dodgy shoulder. The as only well. problem is that every time we played, Robbo seemed to forget his thumbs. So, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do you batter him as well? Uh, well I, never, yeah. I never. I just no find boys with my left no hand. Hardies, easy. Yeah. Just play out from the back, didn't play, you? Yeah, play uh, from yeah, the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I kick it long and play <laughs> in the half. Uh, right, like I said, we're, both full, uh, we're all former teammates and that, and you've both had unbelievably good careers in Scotland. Did you ever think, try and get into England, or was it just. Scotland, I found, was a bubble yeah. and all the teams and all the players knew each other. And once I was up there, it was hard to come back down and I had to like really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was out of football for five, six months to mm-hmm. try and get back into English football. Yeah, Is that, there's a lot of different perceptions about Scottish football as mm-hmm. well, weren't there? Especially from the English and the yeah, Scottish. I think Scottish. maybe that perception has just changed recently. I think a few boys have gone down and done really, really well. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think there's a few, previously when we were playing, there's a few boys maybe gone down and not done so well and then they got that sort of reputation. I think, I think like, when we played, I think our top players at our level that maybe played for, say, Aberdeen, Hearts, they've been moved to the Championship. Yeah. Well, now these boys yeah. will Move. go to the Prem. Yeah. Even like the the lad Hickey that was at Hearts went to Bologna, moved to Brentford, and he's class. He's class. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the national team now is they're at a level where it's like watch them yeah. the other night, and it's like technically before we won the we won the great. Although nah, I, I, yeah, I agree. But like, I was being to Scotty Allen the other day as well, and he was he was talking about like ability wise, he was he was wonderful. But like mm-hmm. he went down there and he was like small and slight. And the boys were just massive, mm-hmm. and it was just like the facilities down south. And compare so well, in comparison with what we've got up the road is just completely night yep. and day. Mm-hmm. So boys are like 
athletes. Yep. Whereas yeah. like Scottish athletes boys are a bit foremost. like more like, nimble and yeah, agile. Celtic and... players for the sixties that won the European mm. Cup that yeah. time. They were tricky wingers, and I think we were always a little bit like that. We did say like, we did say maybe when you were watching Scotland before it, the gap has closed. I still think it's there, but like when you watch Scotland, you see the boys that play in the Prem. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all units. They're all big, yeah. heavy, like yeah, muscular. John McGinn. John McGinn yeah. Yeah. He was on the TV Shea that Adams night, and I swear his legs were like. Uh, and then huge. you see the boys that maybe play in Scotland, like. Callum McGregor's getting there, do you know yep. what I mean? But the other boys maybe are a little bit slighter, a little bit like not quite as like worked out Physical, in the gym. Yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that is a big thing. Um, but it, the gap is definitely closing, I think, with See, more like, I, I loved it up in Scotland, especially I thought anyone that needs to gain experience, especially from the mm, age yeah. of 18 to 23, yeah. it was brilliant. And then even like the back end of people's career, I think it's also a great place to go. Not saying mm-hmm. they're retirement home, but mm-hmm. I always found that that bit in the middle is when you knew your level, when you you knew yeah. whether you was going to kick on. And, yeah, sure. Like, my goal was always to go and gain as much experience, playing as much football as I can, and then get back down the road and see where I'd end up. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I always think it's found... Like, I wish I'd done it. Speaking to Lee Mayer, um, who was at St. Mern, Dundee United, uh, Aberdeen, like he, uh, earlier in his career, he went to Stockport, yep. and his plan was to go from Dundee to Stockport at 21 and float about those low low leagues yep. in I'll England. See he could get, yeah, and yeah. he was just like... This is like this is just a different game. It was almost like kick and rush, like well, he did. What did he said again? He said the boy Ashley Will. He played again. He went down to Stockport, yeah. and his centre half partner was Ashley Williams, who was like a, a young young boy, but still a yeah. unit. You do you know, know what I mean? He said he could like, hit it at yards. Yeah. Like, I was built like the side of a fiver. Do you know what I mean? And that's like yeah. it's just like you see, like you said, boys go down there and like they just all like Christie. Uh, Bournemouth, like you yep. can see the difference now between when he was at Celtic. Yeah, yeah. The ability is no change, yep. but like his physique, you can just tell. It's like not about just not just going to the gym either. It's everything. No. It's eating, look, looking yeah. after yourself, right? The gym. Do you yep. know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. But even like the Scottish players <clears throat> that are playing in England, or I say the Scottish, but Shay Adams and mm-hmm. Ryan Fraser, yeah. like those boys are stocky. Uh, <laughs> they're heavy boys. Uh, and they get thrown yeah. about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And even like Billy Gilmore the other night, like maybe when he just came in at the team at Chelsea, like he would maybe get pushed off the ball. At, there was a time he run to the corner the night and he's just wellied like uh, the boy but like, because his legs on his core so strong now yeah. that he's getting That's to the age of early twenties. And Jeremy. now you're like he was brilliant. I, I think the scouting system for <laughs> English teams has improved in Scotland anyway. You look at like Kenny McLean that went mm-hmm. down early. I mean Fraser Fivey from years ago, Scotty Arfield. Yeah. All these players have gone down early in their yeah, careers yeah. and then physically developed yeah, and sure. went back at oh, so a lot of them went back. But John McGinn's another prime example. Mm-hmm. We know his brother really well. Yeah. Yeah. Like he went down but didn't physically fill out, did he? I think he'd done his, he'd done his he'd crucial. Done his crucial at Watford. Yeah. He's playing really uh, well for Watford uh, and yeah, just had a, a bad break. Like you say about boys so coming up to Scotland, well. we James Madison played for Aberdeen. It's yeah. probably, probably quite good for some boys to come up and get a bit of experience. Casper Michael was another one. So I signed for Falkirk on loan originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next keeper was Scott Flinders, then it was Casper Schmeichel, then Tim Krull. Yeah, Falkirk yeah, just true. went through keepers that just... Gave mm-hmm. young kids opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I was the first one that, and I, at the time I was like, "This is class." And then when I went back down, I went back down for a year. I was like, "I need to go back to Scotland because right. I need to go and play more." Do you want to play? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Casper Michael was at Falkirk when I was at Hamilton. Sure yeah, he was at Falkirk him. when I was at United. I played yeah. against them. Yeah, and that, I think, that especially now, English clubs are looking at it. It's like a great place to go and get kid, like kids' experience yeah. and that. And that's you making you find a lot of the English clubs. It is like, more competitive. A lot of the English clubs are snapping up the younger, even going before boys that have even played in the yep. first team. Yeah. So that 15, 16 year old. Yeah, Ben Doak's a good example. He was yep. at Celtic and played 
a few times with the first team and he's already played yeah, for Liverpool yeah. now. Yeah. Right, uh, obviously, uh, I want to talk through some of your teams and that, Coco. Let's go through yours first. Right, so Hamilton, St Mirren, back to Hamilton, Partick Thistle, Ross County, Sternhouse Mule and Stranraer. Over 300 appearances, mate. It's not bad, mate, not bad. How many starting, though? I didn't look at that. 50-50. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like like I said, in Scotland, it's so tough because there's such a limited amount of teams, and that mm. obviously you you end up with one year contracts, two year contracts. So to say that you only had a handful of teams really is is an achievement in itself in Scotland. To be fair, mate, I, I never really like signed like till the end of my career. I was quite lucky. I never felt as I never got to the end of my contract and like what well, what's going to happen. Like, just luck. I don't know if it was like the position I played. Everyone's sort of looking for like. Something, do you, you know can I mean? offer something different. Yeah, offer you know something I mean? different. So, like, obviously, St. Mirren and I signed for Hamilton on a pre contract, which didn't go down very well. <laughs> and then when I was at Hamilton, <laughs> I, I, I got a bad injury and I, I just sort of spoke to the guy in pre season. I wanted to go and play games, went to Partick, and then Ross County was a, a right good club as well. I enjoyed it there. And then the last two were just, to be honest, I, I was injured. I got a, a bad injury from Hamilton, came back, and I was taking like 12 painkillers a day to train at Ross County. I think we'd won the league. We'd gone like forty-two games unbeaten. I'd sort of been in. I'd played like fairly odd games, but like I say, maybe twenty-five were uh, starting, and the others were off the bench and stuff. Um, I, I didn't really mind that role as a winger. Like I, I know it sounds bad, but I quite enjoyed coming into games. Scottish football is quite maybe all football. I've only ever played in Scotland, but it's quite intense for the first like thirty minutes. Like. And you don't, the game doesn't open up, you don't really get much of the ball, you're just sort of running about trying to get involved. And then the game at half time. Or you get the you get the shit shift. So it's almost like the first hours about the shit shift, and then the last 30 minutes, I feel as the game opens up. And you, as a winger, you can get a bit of joy. So I didn't really mind coming off the bench that much. But yeah, Ross County was, I really enjoyed it. But like I say, I was taking loads of painkillers and like you seen me after I sort of come down the road I couldn't Aye, really walk and then I was like I'm going from playing full time football to nothing yeah. and I was like how am I going to survive how, what am I going to live off so um, I think it was the January I actually went in to speak to the gaffer and he said like Ray for over somebody else were interested and I says I've not got a full time football like I'm between me and you I, I can't go and play full time like I know that yeah. I could maybe get away with training a couple of times a week and playing on a Saturday which I found out pretty quickly. I couldn't do that either. Mm. I could like it went from like training twice to training once to just like just being in agony all the time. Um, so like I, that's kind of like my last two clubs were a bit a bit of token gesture. And I, I kind of regret that because it's probably anyone that played with me then were like you're rubbish, and it probably <laughs> left me thinking, fucking, I was really shite, not just average. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like other than that, yeah. like I did enjoy my career. Yeah. But thankfully, we've got what we've got. Yeah, and I yeah don't exactly. Really miss playing football at all. Right, and I'll go on to Robbo's now. Then right, so Dundee started out. Rafe, Dundee United, St Mirren, Typort, Breaker, Montrose, over two hundred and fifty appearances. I've got for you. Yours is the same. It's not really a lot of clubs no. over a short spell of time. What is it? Do you know what? Do you know we? We just stick around long enough. I yeah. like we're quite like loyal, we're, we're like quite loyal like people. If something's not going our way, like I feel as well, I'll work harder to try and change rather than just mm. like throw the toys Jump out the farm and fucking yeah. leave it. I've been the cause mean? baller. I'm yeah. not that type of guy. Mm-hmm. Just like quite like laid back, and yeah. it's like, and we're both like that. It's like yeah. I'm just gonna, I'll just sit it out. Yeah, it's like I'm not playing today. I really should be playing. Players come up to you and say, oh, "You should be playing today." I'm like, yeah, no. Why go chat the gaffer's door? Because nah, I'm just. Fucking no play me next week. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not so the mentality. It's not the mentality. I think we probably I'm the same had. mentality as that, that. Especially now as I got older, it's like 
look, I'll just do everything I can to to be the best I can be mm. and support the team as we go along mm. anyway. Yeah. And like, I think that's probably, I learned that a lot in Scotland because that team spirit that we had in Scotland. It's like, class, man. The dressing rooms class. are brilliant. The dressing rooms are brilliant in Scotland. Yeah, the dressing rooms are really good. I had a great one at Dundee, great Dundee United, great St. Mirren. And then so I probably good, lost man. that when I went and played in Thailand. Like, I don't, I went at the end of St. Mirren. It was a case of, Right, I can either go and play. I think I was going to go to Wraith Rovers again. I, play, I was there on loan as a kid. Again, we're talking about going on loan, amazing experience. Just gets you ready for prime for yep. first team football um, in Thailand. And it was just, I was just mixing with, like, we had seven foreign lads in the team. There was like four Brazilians, two Koreans, uh, an English lad and myself, and a, uh, a lad from Cameroon. It was like, this is just like so. It was, I, I couldn't explain how different it was from what I was used to in Scotland. And just all the Thai guys, you know, were lucky if like one or two of them spoke perfect English. The coach spoke good English, it was yeah. fine. But it was just like a, a total culture shock. It probably took me like four or five months to get used to the heat and yep. everything there. But after that, it was just like unbelievable experience. Yeah. yeah. It was like, just fun. Or fun. It? it was just fun. We get beat. And like, you're not getting pelters for the fans. They're like, ah, no problem. It's fine. And, Start to learn the language. I, I think I remember seeing some of your Snapchats of yeah. the vans that would take you to and from games. Honestly, and that. mate, we used to drive like, twi- we'd play, play like in Chiang Mai, which was like an hour flight. It was literally going from Glas- uh, Dundee to London. And like, we'd get a bus. A minibus. A, not, just a bus. And they'd be like, we're like, why haven't, and the foreign boys are like, why are we not flying? It's like, <laughs> ah, but we're going for a couple of days. It's like a holiday. <laughs> what? <laughs> game of football what are you talking about so then basically it would be a case of on the bus and the Thai boys used to like to stop at every service station the whole way up the road in for a pee and then oh, it was a snack talk to the wife on the phone and then that was the, that would be back on the bus again me and the wee Korean guy Kim Bawi honestly great he was my, one of my best best mates there and just like oh what a great guy he used to be like what is this this is he played in the uh, the K, like Korean league yeah in the top league and just like I think I don't know what, what happened there there was a problem with his contract so he came to Thailand for a few years before he went back um, what was the, the lad the key that played for uh, Celtic, Celtic. Oh, that was his best mate yeah, was yeah but, uh, he was he was a top player he, he played down Swansea south as well that was my mate's uh, Kim's best pal <laughs> so uh, Aye, good times, good times there as well. Just, just good experiences and that. That's it. I think when I look good, back like, on, probably more good life experiences yeah, and football like experiences. Like the, the whole like w- waking up, and <clears throat> sticking shorts on, no training until five o'clock because of the heat. Yeah. And then going up a swimming pool, going for a coffee. Yeah. I always remember when gym. you tweeted Rio Mavardan saying you fancy playing in this. It was like forty-two degrees Aye. or something. Yeah, we went going because we our uh, a stadium needed to be at a certain spec. You needed it to be a certain spec for the floodlights to like to play at night. Yeah. And they were, they were humming and hawing about actually upgrading the floodlights. So we'd play at four o'clock and the coach would pull me in. <laughs> Stephen, today you no play. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? I, I, played, I, I played well last week. Yeah, I know. But go look at the, like the, the, four, the scoreboard. 40, it was 42 degrees oh, Celsius on the board at three today. o'clock. He's like, you're not playing today. You I was fucking <laughs> boiling. It was boiling, eh? Oh, man. It's that's, that's so funny. Right. Uh, I'm going to do our quiz now. So it's a goalkeeping quiz. Uh, I'll, I'll run you through the rules. Right, um, it's called goalie or no goalie. That's how you answer it, okay? okay? So I've got five current international goalkeepers that played in the last set of fixtures, all starters from the last. And then I've got five oh, okay. other names from around the world that you might have heard of, you might not have heard of. 
Okay. So it's kind of a, a trick. It and you've got trick. to basically see if that's a goalie, goalie or, or not, not a goalie, goalie right? Yeah. So it's one point for each answer. Listeners can head over you Who's to YouTube. Who's uh, Emily there? Ramsey, there. she was at Everton. Ah, okay, uh, yeah. We've got a few other decent names on there, a few other decent scores, but it's literally a 50 50 guess. Yeah, honestly. Okay. It's the yeah. High, high million percent. Goalies don't get it, honestly. It's hard enough. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So it's one point for each. goalies are, isn't it? Yeah. Easy, you. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> You'll get a lot of hate on this part. <laughs> right. I'll start you off with an easy one then. Number one, Nils Purins. Goalie. No goalie. Well, you can't do that because we're together. Yeah, you're a team. Oh, we're a team. We're together. a team. I'll pick a first thing. You do a second. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I thought we were hopefully could win it so we'd win it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> What we're what we going with together. Yeah, okay, what do you think, mate? Goalie. Okay, go for it. He is a goalkeeper. Yes. He is Latvia yes. and Riga goalkeeper. Nice, I know, I know him well. I know him well. Right. Number two, Carl Anderson Jr. I'm going to say no goalie. You are correct. He's yes. a real name of fashion nice. designer Michael Kors. Oh, there ah, we go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know your fashion, you two. Yeah, Shape yeah. brand. <laughs> <laughs> Right, not inspired. Number three, Anatoly Trubin. No goalie. He is a goalkeeper. <laughs> He's Ukraine and Shakhtar Donetsk goalkeeper. Is it global? Yeah, on that. Yeah. Two so far. Right, number four, Ralph Lishschitz. It's a terrible name. It's got to be a goalie. <laughs> he is not a goalkeeper. Ah! <laughs> that is Ralph Loren's real name. Oh, you should have known that. that. Decent. Lift sheets. Is that right? That's yeah. decent. I learn something new every yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Every, every day's day a school day. day yeah. right. right, number five. Gordon Sumner. No goalie. Straight off the bat? Yeah. Yep, you are correct. Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner Sting. changed his name to Sting. <laughs> nice. Do you know why he changed his name to Sting? I was doing my research on this. Right, okay. Just wore a black and yellow jumper once and really liked it. It was his favourite jumper. So he changed his name to Sting. Fair enough. That's the most mental background story about how you change your name. Yeah. It's a bit random. It's a showbiz name. It's a name like Chomp, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I know. How are you called Chomp? Potsy, isn't it? What's Potsy? Potsy. Can we we talk about Potsy for a minute after this quiz? Yeah, after this, right, yeah. Uh, Right, number six. Arjanet Muric. I'm going to say goalie. 
He is a goalkeeper. He's Burnley and Kosovo goalkeeper. Nice. Oh, nice. He's got promoted to the Premier League. Nice. Sweet. They play every week. Yeah, he played a lot of games last year. Oh, decent. Yeah. Right, number seven, Mike Mangion. Goalie. Yeah, you know that one, don't you? Yeah, I've heard yeah, that one before. AC Milan and France goalkeeper. Oh, he was brilliant in the final, wasn't he? He was unbelievable. You see, save against Ireland as Did well. Did he not do some wee drag back thing as well? He's great on the ball. Yeah, he's good on the ball, mate. Uh, he's been tipped with big moves and uh, stuff he's very to good England anyway. Him. Right, number eight, Christopher Wallace. I'm going to say no goalie. No, no, notorious B.I.G. is. Oh, is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so poor, that intro. <laughs> I, I wanted to sing it. And I was you like, wanted to go, notorious. Nah, yeah, I, I was going to do it. I was like, nah, shit, shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Right. Six out of eight so far. Not right. bad, mate. Not bad. Number nine, Terry Bolette. No goalie. He is not a goalkeeper. He is Hulk Hogan. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, one more to go. I enjoy the non goalies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. A lot of research goes into these. It's, 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 it's good, mate. It's good. Right. Number 10, Odysseus Vlak- Vlakodimos. That is some name. I hope it's a goalie. He must be a goalie. A good goalie. goalie. He is a goalie. Yeah. He's Greece and Benfica goalie. That is an uh, unbelievable one. He's got a hair like a midget Demos. gem. Look, it was at midget gems. Like ice gems. <laughs> Remember that ice gem? Oh, the one in the middle. <laughs> ice. Ice, Good gem. Shout. ice gem here. Mr. Whippy. <laughs> <laughs> right, God, let's talk about St. Mirren then. Let's yeah, talk let's about, do, do you want to talk oh, about Potsy first? Yeah. He has a great, great dressing room, wasn't it? Yeah, so... The best way I talk about St Mirren is like there was no egos. Mm. Every, the price of everyone's wages was yeah. so close that yeah, we were all just yeah. mates. It was, yeah. There was no massive time. Yeah. There was no one that was underpaid or underappreciated. Yeah, sure. Apart from Dom's. Dom's was probably overpaid. Than yeah, everybody. he was overpaid. But I, think the produced... gaffer, I feel there's a gaffer yeah. underappreciated all of us who were all <laughs> in the same boat, mate. Right, go on. Do you want to start off with Potsy? Uh, start off with He was a captain. Do you remember Franco Miranda's first day? No, see, I would. I joined the year no, after. Frank, I remember Franco Miranda. So we had this Argentinian left back, and the, honestly, that his first time in a dressing room, obviously first time in Scotland. <laughs> Potsy's gone over to him, Frank, as Franco's doing his boots up, bollocko naked. He's bent over, looked through his legs, and said, "As Franco's tiny shoelaces," and just goes, "Franco, have I got any piles?" And I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> what an introduction <laughs> to football in Scotland!" Argentinian guy. Remember he played. Remember he played like a. He played like a. Pre-season friendly at like Linfield Swift or something. Did he go yeah. to Ireland somewhere? And I'm thinking that's dedication. Some Argentinian boy looked uh, like yeah. a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well. Oh, did, did. million dollars. Stunning, he used to sing. Yeah, hero. Uh, he used to uh, sing uh, that. Some boy, man. He sung it in Spanish like Christmas night out or something. Do you remember we used karaoke. to do that thing on the Friday? It was like the skill school. Yeah. And then like you got the cold toes for 30 seconds. Potsy was always fucking right in there with the cold toes. He, he oh. wouldn't even win. Uh, he wouldn't be the worst. Nah, no, he, he would still jump in. He would just shout the loudest in training yeah, and get oh, away with it somehow. Oh, he used to bully the kit man, didn't he? Yeah. And the kit, what was it? Cat. <laughs> was it cat? No, what was the cat? Ali G. Ali G. With Spinelli yeah. on his legs. Yeah, honestly, man. He used a to kid man there and had the worst tattoos ever, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he used man. to sleep in the van sometimes, didn't he? Pot- Potsy never forgot to take the clothes hanging out with his jacket as oh, well. He's always oh, shoulders. Guy, always bent man. shoulders. Him and Billy oh, Mehmet as a tag team were horrendous. Mehmet's still playing, mate. He's out in Cyprus, play, isn't man. he? Mehmet, man. I think he's at Cyprus or India. Cyprus or something. Still going. Some of us are still going. Well, late. 
must be about 40 now. I think he's a year or two older than me. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, nine, 40, I'd say. Like goalies seem to play a bit longer, eh? It's quite yeah. impressive. That uh, Mehmet, Mehmet he was never really had the best diet or the best yeah. like attitude nah. did he go, football. Did he go to the gym? He just wasn't in great shape. Still like, he was just a big 40. unit, wasn't he? So you never joined at Love Street either, did you? I did the last, did. The last season of Love no, Street. No, you didn't, mate. I did. I played in the last game at Love Street. I joined oh, in the no. summer because it was only for and half then we a only season, played half a season yeah, at Love yeah, Street yeah. and then we moved Sorry. to so the old stadium Love Street I were, played the were, oh, it's hard to play at, oh, at times yeah, yeah. It? especially when the pitch was fucking rolled with a, I don't know what it was rolled with but it was the bumpiest pitch you've ever seen mate it's patchy as any speed it? bumps oh mate so class. bad we had some good someplace. games on that pitch though didn't we were you there yeah. when we played Spartans and we drew with Spartans and they, like, they were like a team like like not even in the league and we drew them in the Scottish Cup played them down there we drew nil nil Gaffer was going mental obviously and then they came back to Love Street and we only beat them 2-1 but like it was a struggle mm. man but I don't know, I remember, remember, yeah, remember with the game we beat Rangers at Love yep. Street McGinn scored a cracker <clears throat> what a goal there's a photo on my Instagram page that, and it's me be you no it's not me is I, it you? So it is I you? came out for the corner and I punched a ball ah. on like the penalty spot yeah and right I think it was like Kurt just Broadford just catch it man honestly just catch, just catch it, it. Yeah. and Bouguera I think it was like Bouguera or Kurt Broadford yeah. headed it back over and there's like five of you on the line yeah. headed I'm the getting, ball away I'm getting stick for my height I swear man I'm up like a salmon is it not because somebody post. was lifting you five years <laughs> on the line because <laughs> three Miller. people were lifting you it was Kenny Miller at Rangers when we man you're going to need help to get that I think it was like you Will Hain and Jack Ross there's like loads of you I, I was a class Were you there when we beat Motherwell 3 0, nah? No, that's <laughs> honestly, mate. Anytime I meet somebody who's a Motherwell fan or a Simum fan, it just talks about this one oh, game. How good, good game, game, that had. game I was like, I made a career out of that, mate. <laughs> I just kept getting moves off that uh, one. Yeah, one, yeah, game. one game was yeah. on the telly and yeah. everything, it was glass. We, obviously, we all talk about Andy Dortmund as well, right? Ah, so we had this. Well, he's from Chester, isn't he? He's from Harden in Chester. Aye. But he came up with the most American... Yeah. Oh, he, was from, he came from America. He was play, played for a New England Revolution. Then he came over and I... I don't know. He, was, he went to Norwich or something. And then he, he was meant to play a friend. He played a game for Norwich and Glenn Roder fucking missed the game or something. So I don't know how... He, he ended up with a CD. Basically, the gaffer signed him off the back of a, a DVD of his highlights. Scored, and scored he some vital goals. goals. Yeah, that's great right 18 months yeah, for us. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't he have? Class, got to move to Crystal Palace. Didn't really get involved in the game too much. He was just in the right place. Like, he had some, some cracking goals. He scored 10 goals or something and they had some mad stats saying, like, without his goals, yeah, something kept, got relegated or something kept gussing a job for a wee while. Do you remember, I think you were with us, Coco, the time that we were in Foot Locker and he walked up to that fan and he went, you sport Red Bulls, mate? And the geezer had a Red Bull Bullshit. Like, it's the most cringiest thing in the world. I was there. Uh, was you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was buzzing. Yeah, well, as if he's like crawling around the floor laughing. Absolute barrister. It was like in between us, my brother. Yeah, shut up, Dobbs. We were actually talking about in between. We used to have go around and watch in between us Thursdays. Me, him, Dom's. Get tea and toast on the go. Probably good times, man. Good times. This is what our dressing room was like, though. So after training every day, me and Andy Dorman, like, was the original. Like, we'd go to, because my partner worked and his partner was working. So we both went to Brayhead and started going for coffees every day. And then you two would then tag along. You tagged along. I was a part of Fissel then, wasn't I? Yeah, you was. So, like, by the end of it, I think we had about eight or nine of us every day that went for a coffee. Again, would come in. Dev Balm would come in. Yeah, didn't even drink coffee. They were just turning up. That was it. Just for the banter, I. Excellent. Really went to the gym. 
done something and, uh, productive. <laughs> I used play to golf. I, yeah, I used to stop by the bookies on the way around, uh, put my, my fiver coupon on mm. for the night, and then integrated for cake. I wish I played golf because I'd be good at it now. Instead of being rubbish. But this is like where like the brainchild of like being inspired probably would have started. Uh, yeah. like yeah. the coffee club. That I think it. at that point we were just like discussing what could we do. Is yeah. it like instead of going to the gym, which we probably should have been, we like what could, what else can we do? Yeah. yeah, what else can we do? Instead of really... and we literally lived in there until our partners finished work. We'd just literally sit there from after training until my well, my missus finished work at R five from warehouse or something. Uh, and then, I remember I. And then I'd go home. We'd have tea, and then I couldn't wait to get back on Call of Duty to meet oh, up the boys again. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, grown men, men grown, grown boys, grown lads on Call of Duty, man. Yeah, I was not. I want to talk about Call of Duty now. That's right? not a fan of Call of Duty. <laughs> Robo hated shite, it. He would it? sit there and cook dinner for the other lads so that I, he lived with. I was, dinner on me. I was well into my cooking, like I. I just like you'd think you'd be come better at being well. So basically, I came down. The oven. I came down for Dundee. This is funny. And the boys were like, "Right, we need to start making food, eating a bit better." I says, "I know, I'll make the food. I'm having uh, chicken tikka Kievs, <laughs> baked potato, cheese and beans, and spicy, bread and spicy bread rice. and bu- butter, spicy rice." Tell you boys, what they loved it, didn't they? they did. Apart from Don, she used to eat in instalments. I don't take forever to eat uh, his dinner. He'd have that half-time break to eat his yeah. dinner. Yeah, oh, that's enough, Rob. I'll and then his brother would eat your leftovers. Yeah, his brother used to come, and Rich used to come and hang about with us. Mind he was on trial at St. Munford about four uh, years. He used to just turn up at training all the time. Tom's his brother. Tom's <laughs> had the club on toast, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I had this routine every night that, like, I'd say, like, me and the missus would have dinner we'd watch something she'd go to bed and then I'd get out of bed and just sneak out of bed back into the lounge <laughs> log straight onto Call of Duty and I'd be there till 3, 4 in the morning All every the boys night that, yeah. Yeah. A, remember but, when Dorms his missus came over his Call of Duty, Duty aye, uh, Call of Duty came in didn't it just like, went down yeah. we all had yeah. our own like, little skill and that didn't we like, oh, some yeah. of us were like, hide and seek some of us were <laughs> Kobe used a sniper weren't you uh, no I used to just run in and die mate and then Dorms <laughs> like stop fucking running in <laughs> it was like, a proper tactical battle though mm. Uh, those days times. Absolutely. I think it was just like the, 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 the era that we were in then social media wasn't a massive nah. thing nah it wasn't we didn't that. really go out loads we were just more involved he in yeah, calling he <laughs> <laughs> when I went back up to Dundee I was out and about I stayed out of the way of it I was yeah. out every Tuesday Saturday yeah that's why you only played for some I've actually got carbon Tuesdays written down Aye, they were good times as well to be fair that was a like you talk that that was probably the problem with Scottish football. Aye, at that, that point. was. Like, it I was, would go there and they basically the whole of professional football would be in carbon on a yeah. Tuesday. All, all the, the Rangers boys players, all the setup players, all some Aaron players. I think even up the road because there's only like you've got the Premier League and the Championship. Like even the Championship, only probably half the teams are like three quarters of the teams are full time. Yeah, so you're aye, talking aye. like fifteen to twenty tops full time yeah. clubs. The rest are all part time, and they just kind of live. Boys just live for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I found about. Apart from the Hamilton lads that end up being good. Aye. Remember, yeah, we used to go out and see sure. them every night, not drinking. We was like, what are they doing? Well, James sure. McCarthy and um, McCarthy never drank at all, yep. and then McCarthy mm. never really drank. Well, I think, shows it. They had amazing careers down south. Really good good I think it's definitely changed. The mentalities have definitely changed yeah, up there now. Don't get me wrong. I think there's still some boys that, that do it, but I think the mentality's definitely changed. There's a lot more professional up the road now yeah, than yeah, ever. Yeah, well, sure. the bigger teams, like Rangers and Celtic, like, they can't get away with it. Nah, but the sure. the bottom six teams, it seemed like we saw every football team in the world, but. I always enjoyed the the social, even like the players and their wives. It was like after every home game, like there'd mm, be like a group sure. of players and wives that went out every yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, for food or drinks. Yeah, I think all the, all the, like they all keep in touch as well still now, yeah. probably more than what the lads do. Yeah, yeah. don't they? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So but like, that's what I think, that I found the biggest difference is like the dressing room in Scotland, you was all in it together. Yeah. You'd is it not like that down the road? No, no, not really. You'd all go, but 
England's a lot bigger in size yeah. anyway. So you all live, I live like in Preston. I travel to Wrexham every day. We've got lads that live in Birmingham. We've got lads that live in Manchester. Like, so they travel? So yeah, it's quite so everyone travels. Travel, like, and every club I've ever been at, there hasn't been like one core base. It's only in Scotland it was like that. When it was in Aberdeen, everybody lived in Aberdeen because mm. you had to. But St Mirren, there weren't many commuters, was there? No. Is St Mirren your favourite club up in Scotland? Out of I think just the times that we had off the pitch yeah. and on it. We had some proper battles on it. Got, got a few managers to sack, opposition managers to sack. Remember the Mowbray game? Brilliant. Oh, I, I, was, uh, I, I wasn't there. So I, got, was I got binned for the cup final. We played the Rangers in the cup final. I kept the cup final to watch his man, and none of you played. You, Dorms, yeah, did you all, play? We were no, on I the bench. Play. Galley played. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you, yeah, Dorms, we were on the I kept watching you. You, you, like, you were on the bench, Dorms were on the bench, and you were on the bench. Yeah. So then they were doing nine men, and I'm thinking, I'm definitely going to go on here. It's like extra time. Rangers are knackered. Right. Nine, gone, nine men, they're gone. Absolutely Dons, gone. Never got on, man. And the gaffer put a north centre mid. I was like, wait, wait a minute. So then we went out that night. Remember we were in the, I think we were in uh, social, what was the bar from social? One up. One, One up. up. And we had food and that. And there and the gaffer says, look, we're playing Celtic on Wednesday. <coughs> Take it easy. I, d- I know obviously it disappointed we got beat. And the boys had done the play or went, went for it. And the one didn't give a scared. So then, Turned up. We never, tra- I don't know if we trained. I think maybe we got the Sunday off, trained Monday, Tuesday, the game Wednesday. Everybody's thinking we're going to get battered from Celtic. We beat them 4 nothing. Yeah. Beat them 4 nothing. and Tony Mowbray got sacked, Sack, didn't yeah. he? I remember yeah. Lee Mayer turning around to me. I played left back that night and he turned around to me at 3 0 and, and it's just it wind up, man. This is just like. <laughs> I remember Dorms was right at that point. Dorms was raging because like, he probably was like St. Millen's sort of best player at that point. At and the they got dropped for the final. He's like, yeah. what are you doing? And then, and then, like you say, he went down to ten, nine men. He still didn't get on straight away. Yeah. I think he put somebody else on ahead of him and he was just like, his head was gone a wee bit. But then he goes and scores two against Yeah, he did. He played left midfield that night. Right. He probably got a good move off the back of that. That was the things when you had a good. Like when you were playing against Rangers and Celtic and you'd done well, the games were always on TV. That was one thing about Scotland. You'd yep. play in a smaller team, but you'd always get that chance yeah, of glory chance, a little bit. Uh, you play, for, all, play for Wales. I always found that the write-ups as well after games, you know, like back then when you was young, you used to read every newspaper yeah. and that, but like the write-ups that any of your teammates were getting, it was class because mm. there was only 12 teams to write uh, about. You were yeah, sure. so positive yeah. all yeah. the time. So that the transfer talk, you have one good game, it was like, well, Rangers, it. Rangers are watching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we know they're not, yeah, but yeah, it's sure. nice though. Yeah, it's yeah. nice yeah. to see it. Yeah, That's like, I loved it up there. Like obviously St Mirren was probably the club I enjoyed the most. Falkirk was mental just because of Big Yogi. Aye. Yogi's yeah. a good lad, doesn't he? Great he, guy. He came out to, when I was playing in Thailand, he brought out like a squad of trialists. So there was like six lads that came out and I swear it just turned into a mad That's session right, on the drink. Aye. Went up Kosan Road in, in <coughs> Bangkok. Anybody that's been at Kosan Road, it's like where all the travellers and backpackers go. Me and Yogi are out to six in the morning in this bar. You try to get again. Me and him being out. <laughs> he was trying to get to the, the gaffer's job at my place. Oh, I was he, he? Was, he was trying to look in at the coaching uh, job. So, aye, Yogi's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. right. I want to talk a bit of nostalgia fashion. Obviously, it's you two are in it, right? As I said to you before, off camera, uh, all I remember is Coco head to toe in All Saints. Robbo was a lot safer, but you head was, to toe. Do you remember I used to have a pure red, red jacket? It was yeah, like Michael red Jackson's jacket. Uh, Coach had no commitments at that time, yeah. so it was just him, and he just used to live his life and live. Pe- Peacocking for fun, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Nights out and that. That's it. Never seen an iron That's in your life. Had you? Oh, mate, no, not an iron. I had a wee man. I like yeah. my, my young lad's sixteen now, so like. I to, he, when I played at St Mirren he was what two yep. two or three do you know what I mean so it's like right. my responsibilities were a wee bit different yep. and 
then probably has one. Then Coco so, wearing a scarf yeah. into training. Got, yeah, and All I'd, Saints fin shaft tied in a knot with a leather jacket, ripped jeans, and a pair of boots. Remember the brown boots? G Star used to have G Star as well. He had the G Star jeans. They were good, mate. Not not so good now, but they were good back in the day. We were a proper set of in betweeners. We actually were. When you look at it, yeah. I don't know who we were though. Yeah, we could have been in between us. There they are. There, look at the. Yeah, they were It wasn't they bad had them. And they were so popular in Glasgow. I didn't have anything like writing on them. I was like the twisted denim or something. Evasu like jeans. You liked the pair oh, of Evasu jeans, didn't you? Yeah, I did like yeah. them as well. Diesel actually. as well. Yeah. Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, you I, spent. You got paid about. How fit. you've gone into a fashion brand, Coco. Yeah, you got, you got paid hey, about two grand a month and spent about 1,800 quid on clothes. <laughs> got to be a bit different, mate, you know what I mean? Oh, mate. You just <clears> literally <clears> just <throat> delivered the as much as possible. I'm sure you had a bastard pair of trainers as well that you'd wear. Mate, there's a photo of us being inspired. When we first started. We first started. And it's like, because oh, I made Gordy Smart, like he was the editor of the Sun, so yeah. I'd spoken to him and that, and he's like, "I'll oh, get a wee piece done on you." So we did a piece, and we went in. Had basically had the the baggy, baggy sort of jeans, jeans, baggy on. jeans. So I remember that photo of the Man United boys, like the the class in '92. Yeah, yeah. It was it like, like that? It was, it was like all that. them. It, it was, it was them. me and Coco just in the studio. Someone with a string vest fitted, on. <laughs> <a> fitted, <laughs> I fitted, be inspired. The actual tactics tee we were talking about. And skull, then, a skull one and a tactics yeah, one and then the baggy jeans baggy with the Nike blazers on absolutely beat up Nike blazers yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. no money we had name like at that time see the end of our career I literally, I literally was like just living month didn't know month. what he was going to be doing yeah, sleeping yeah. on my floor weren't you when you yeah. came back when I came back to Thailand yeah I had a bit, wee bit of money saved up from Thailand which was good but like I moved in with Cokes and he had a mate uh, Martin Grehan who was staying in the spare room who was moving out so for the first couple of weeks I was on the floor do you remember you were on the phone and you were driving that Audi 80 your dad gave yeah, you Yeah, my dad gave me this old G-Reg car that my dad had as a work car that I got when I came back. Like, lifestyle so different. People think the footballers have got yeah, lo- loads of money. Well, that's what's amazing, obviously, about your clothing brand, how you've just turned, like, your footballing career and you've gone out and done something so positive. Yeah. I think, like, because people ask about that, like, how did you manage to do it? It's like, we probably put the effort that we put into our football career on the pitch. Yeah. And maybe never got the breaks, like get loads of injuries, especially at United and St. Mirren, that like you didn't there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, you know, whereas like what in the early days, especially we'd be inspired, we always felt like we would get out what we put in. Yeah. So if we wanted to work from nine in the morning to nine at night, like we were getting out, we were seeing rewards for it. It's like we used to say in the early days, if we'd done three hundred pounds in sales, we used to take the day off, the rest of the day off we'll and be inspired that, and go and buy a five pound meal deal up at bread and butter. It's like you're saying about having clubs as well. So say like people maybe kick up or they give up a little bit and then they move another club. Me and Robbo never really... I never yeah, gave up never on gave anything. Up. So like... Yeah. Stuck at so it. Yeah, so say like... I saw like going to get... I, I want to leave or like... I saw that as giving up a little bit. So when it mm. came... Like that maybe didn't help your career because you stuck around or, or whatever. I had a bit of a longevity at teams. But when I had got a clothing brand, I felt as though that helped me because I didn't give up. But we set back. didn't set me back. It was just like... What else can we do? Yeah, you we know, you know what of... boys were like in the dressing room. See, if like there was one week they weren't playing, that's it. I'm fucking leaving. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. mate. It's yeah. like you'll be playing again next year. More, next week, you're more likely to be playing than me. Yeah. But you're throwing toys out the pram. Yeah. It's like they always felt there's an op- there's still always an opportunity. Do yeah, you know what I mean, just don't know like the position of a winger. He's always mm-hmm. not or my mindset. I'll, I'll get a chance, and if I get a chance, I'll well, take it. Well, that cup it, final was the perfect example. We never played, and then played on the against Celtic and played really well. And then that 
performance there then leads on to playing the next five games and get, and get a new de- a new contract in the yeah. season. Yeah. So it's just like and it feels like it's a roundabout, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Football. If you, if you and throw, it feels like you take that into the you take that into something else. You kind of have that mindset that maybe people that don't play in football or have a normal don't have that mindset a wee yep. bit. They take those things harder. So when you start something, you know there's going to be ups and downs, but you know if you can get past that down there's going to be an up coming and you just have to sort of fight to that one do you know what I mean so Cause that's what have you used your football careers though to like benefit your business career now because obviously like you're saying like drive dedication determination thick skinned yeah exactly thick skinned and thick-skinned. you take the knocks more now easier yeah. I suppose yeah. see, see, see if you get criticised for something on social media like yeah, I feel we can accept it more like I think other people in the maybe in the business like if a staff it's like oh they said that or whatever yeah. I was like is that okay it's like well yeah. we're just like, we're used to getting four out of tens yeah. in the paper yeah, yeah. <laughs> competitive as well I think like <laughs> right. them. Yeah. I'd take a four to be fair <laughs> um, nah but like competitively hooked. as well like I look hooked. at what other people are doing 65 minutes right. what other people are doing I won't be better than them I yep. look at that I won't be better mm. than that like it gives you something to like like sort of brings out your competitive edge a wee bit and yep. even like we talk about in the and work on that me and Rob will fight and work like not fight but like, argue like Echo, I don't think that's Echo. right or you think that's right and I nah we're doing that wrong and everyone that works like pure st- setting back and they'll be like mate do you want a cup of tea in that and they're like what you were yeah. yeah. arguing like five minutes yeah, ago like, like it, it doesn't we don't carry it on and that's something football it's like shouting at each other on a football pitch yeah. and then you get on with it because on a football pitch you know you're not shouting say you're shouting at your defender you're not shouting because you don't like him or you think he's a dick you think you yeah. try to do your best for the team you're trying to accomplish something and that's what we're always arguing about is because we want the brand to be better or we're trying to accomplish something whereas people maybe don't understand that at the end of the day we're all wanting the best for what we're doing and then once you've got that out of the way you're still pals it's mm-hmm. like we're, we're yeah there was very little together. guys in the dressing room that would hold grudges if you nah. argued on the pitch nah, very i can't I think of nah. many no that, n- that would... not that i remember i've been petty a few times yeah. but yeah it's yeah, done the next day it's just yeah. like all right mate and yeah, it's like exactly, forgot yeah. about it. it's mm-hmm. like... i think it's because like you're saying we've all got an end goal and that's all we're striving for so mm-hmm. if you shout something nonsense at someone on yeah. a football pitch not personal even if somebody on the opposite team smashes you I, ne- I would never be after the game like a, I'd just be like that's part of the game isn't yeah, it yeah. do you know what I mean it's just competitive try to win edge. aye yeah definitely right yeah. Uh, well I'm going to end it on that but it's been <coughs> class to catch up yeah, on you both good to catch up and again thank you for kitting me out nah, and uh, providing me the gear for the show and that I can't wait to come on your show as well yeah more than welcome come up I'll come up Come up the road and We're just going through you trying to get to Ryan Reynolds, mate, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but, uh, I'm trying to get to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> if only you listen to this Maybe show. Maybe get a VIP trip to, uh, get a wee trip to Vegas for them next yeah, year. No, that's no, what no, we're no, after. No. He's down in London now, nah, filming. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's filming uh, Deadpool 3 with Wolverine. Oh, decent. class. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, come on. Yeah, you come, mate, come, <laughs> you come, we'll mate. get him kitted out. Right. Uh, thanks a lot, no, guys. Man. Coco, no. Robbo, class. No. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you. This has been the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, give us a follow, a five star rating. It really helps us grow. It's been a Yours Mine Away. See you guys. Bye. See you guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Bye. What a save from Mark Howard.